If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of No Rest for the Vivid. Thank you very much for choosing me to listen to uh, another solo episode. And today I'm sharing with you the fact that my business is three years old. Vivid Wire is three years old. And I'm really super proud of the fact that it's three years old. And I'm celebrating. I actually, in my heart, probably celebrate the fact that I've had a business for three years over my own my own body being alive for 37. <laughs> but The reason for that is I think that if anybody can plough on with a dream and make money out of it for three years on their own, (laughs) needs a medal, so I'm giving myself one. When I ran my previous business, um, Violet and May, I didn't have any sort of scale of when I even started it. You know, I've just remembered that I did actually put something on Facebook and I, t- I used to take all these pictures and it must be the first picture. It would have been the first picture that I started Violet and May. But it wasn't sort of a recognised thing. because it's it, And the same with Vivi Wire. I was very, very much more aware of what I was going into with Vivi Wire because of my previous experience with Violet and May that I really needed to get my shit together to make it work. And in the beginning, I started Vivid Wire when Jackson was a couple of months old. So even though I say Friday, February the 18th is a three-year birthday, it actually started before the Christmas. So it is over three years old. But I mark it as the fe- February the 18th because that's when I did my first Instagram post. Now, back in the day when I did Violet May, we didn't have Instagram We had Facebook and there was, you know, I had a Facebook page, but I was talking about this on one of my lives for the Vivi Club today, that I used to make all my designs, do all my best ones and put them in this, like, I suppose you'd call it a portfolio. I'd put it in a portfolio case. And then I was sort of sung to find these shops in all these high streets and walk in and say, I'm a, I'm a jewellery and accessory designer. So Violet and May, I used to make rings and fascinators and headbands and necklaces and shoe clips and loads of stuff, loads. I specialised in sort of wedding accessories. And um, I used to go in and be like, uh, so this is the stuff that I make. Um, would you like to do sale and return? Now, I'm doing that voice. I'm thinking actually it was like <laughs> I was literally pooing my pants before I walked into every shop. Like, do you, would you like to support my business? But back then it just wasn't, it was just so hard. It was so, so, so hard. Um, so what I did used to do was tupple, like Tupperware parties or body shop parties. And I would ask people, um, if you hold a Violet and May party, invite your friends around, but if you hold one and I come around with all my my work, it was sort of like a, a mobile craft fair, 
I'll come around with all my pieces and then you get a certain amount of pieces like that you can choose certain value there were always loads of people always wanted to hold them because it was quite popular and if I'd go to fairs and stuff as well but that was how I got my stuff out without I mean now Vivi Wire with Instagram you know I just don't need to do that I don't need to trace up and down the high street and it's all about marketing but it's more clever marketing now I think because you have to show your passion for your products don't you or your business through your marketing and it's so much easier to do it if you're doing it in person but I don't I don't miss the leg work <laughs> uh, but um, this podcast is about the most important lesson that I've learned but I'm going off on a tangent I do want to share with you this seed of thought analogy that I've I've sort of developed over the last few days and I was talking to my niece about it. So my niece is six. I went, I popped around to my sister's and she'd written this story. And she came downstairs and she'd written the story about me and how I'd gone on this adventure. And, you know, I feel really bad. I can't remember the exact details. I wish I had it to hand. I've kept it. I'm going to keep it forever. But I just thought, how magical, how magical for her to think of an idea write it down at six years old it becomes a story it then creates a feeling for me and her because she feels really special that she's written me this lovely story I feel really grateful and loved because my niece has written a story about me and I'm going to keep it forever and that creates a memory and that all started from a seed of thought a seed of imagination inside her head and I said to her that seed that seed needs to be protected. That seed of your thought, your I mean, she had no idea, to be fair, what I was talking about. But I sort of imagined myself and why do the thoughts of children and the ideas of children, why are they more valuable sometimes than the, the, the thoughts and ideas of an adult? And I don't know whether it's because they're coming from a place of innocence or not. But I've had the idea of the Vivi Club and we are on our way to, we were on our way to this cabin, Forest Holidays, as I said before, because I've been banging on about it because it was so lush. And um, on the way there, I had this idea. Now, I'd, I've been having ideas about the mem- doing a membership um, called the Vivi Club for a long, long time, probably about a year. A, a year ago, I was starting the the ball rolling on it. And on the way to, and I was, at, I mean, I wasn't going to launch it until... April or May and on the way to this holiday I just thought why am I holding myself back from launching it is it because I'm scared or is it because I don't think people are going to want to sign up or I don't know but this thought just literally plopped into my head as we were driving and it said you need to bring the Vivi Club forward because then you can help more people I thought oh my goodness and you know sometimes when you have an idea and it just makes your heart sparkle (laughs) like your heart sings and you're like okay okay yep that's what I'm doing so on top of my normal workload um so I'm not that you know I'm not as organized to think oh that's an idea but I have to like chase it I have to chase this idea because it's so important it made me feel so amazing to bring to, to do the Vivi Club and then as soon as I started thinking okay, I'm going to, it's going to start on the 1st of March. 
all of these amazing ideas for the value that I'm going to give to members came into my head. And I just thought, this has got to happen. This has got to happen. And now, and, and at that point as well, and then and speaking to my niece, I felt like I need to take ownership of these thoughts and ideas and protect them. These thoughts and ideas have come from my mind and I need to believe in the value and the worth that, of my mind. So this thought has come up and my only job, the only two jobs is to protect that idea, work out how to make it grow and do the work. So when I thought about this, I was like, well, I'm going to protect it. So protecting that idea, I need to make sure that if I have any doubts or any like beliefs about this isn't going to work, no one's going to sign up, I just go, of course they will. You know, you are, you are creating a fantastic community. You are filling a gap for small businesses. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be creating this community if I didn't, hadn't have needed it myself. So I'm creating something that I needed a year ago two years ago really <laughs> even more than that probably when I started because we have got some people in the Vivi club already because they've done the master lesson and they have just they're just literally starting their businesses so I wanted to create a community for any kind of level of business and to just be really simple but always focus the backbone of this Vivi club is your warrior energy and how you create it you concentrate on creating it so that you can grow yourself and your business. And if you don't do that first, it's very, you know, filling your cup up. You've got nothing to give to your business. And goodness me, if you are a business owner, how much does it take to, you know, to grow your business? So I wanted to create that. And I was like, right, I've got to protect that idea from all the doubts and the limiting beliefs. I need to work out how I need to do this. Now, my best friend, Bex, has been... We've been spoken about her working with me for a long time. She's on maternity leave at the minute. And so we thought, right, this is it. We've got, this is, we've, she's got to start soon. And she wanted to, because now I need to build the infrastructure to support that growth. So she's starting next week. And I am currently in my office. My son's already in bed and I'm going to be working till very late tonight. I said to my husband, I just need to accept that until the 1st of March when it launches, I've got to work very hard. And he was like, yeah, you do. So um, I just need to turn up and do the work. I'm very good. I don't work when Jackson's awake or here. He's either at, at, with his child mind or his grandparents or his dad or me. And if he's with me, I'm not working. So, um, but with these very late nights, I do try really hard. I mean, I'm, I have do have full-time childcare because we never changed it from when I was a teacher, but the childcare now is, is still term time. So it's half term at the minute. So I've got a few, like it's a bit of a patchwork childcare this week. Anyway, I digress. So I need to protect the, the idea and I need to work out how to make it grow. And then I just need to do the work. And that's the bit where you need the most energy because you're like, I'm protecting it. I'm working out how to make it grow. And then I've got to do the work. This is really tiring. So this is why I make sure I take all my vitamins. <laughs> I make sure I'm doing my warrior energy toolkit every day because that is my duty to make it grow and do the work. So, oh my God, but I'm so excited about the Vivi Club. I keep, it's literally the first thing I think about when I wake up, the, the last thing I think about when I go to bed, I can just see all the amazing people. I mean, I go to the Vivi Club that we've got we've got 17 people in the Viva Club already 
that have done the master lesson and I'm just like you lot are legends they're just supporting each other and um, encouraging each other pushing each other in the right directions like working together oh it's just so wonderful I love it absolutely love it but from that I wanted to share I think the big even though that is an amazing lesson and an important lesson the biggest lesson I've learned from running my own business for this long as well as Violet and May so all together it's probably about seven years and being an assistant head but more importantly running my own business is that it's just a phase like if you if you're sitting there thinking I haven't got many sales you've just got to get up and keep going be consistent don't protect your business from all those limiting beliefs and those doubts this is your duty to just get on with the work and it does take a lot of energy nobody if everybody if it was easy to run your own business everybody would be doing it but nobody does because the one thing is is if I don't have the right attitude the right mindset the right energy to run my business I don't make any money but if I when I was a teacher I could turn up and I'd have a bit of a crap day I'd still get paid and that's the difference of running your own business so it isn't for the faint-hearted it's so rewarding I can't ever I'm never going back I'm always going to run my own business forever and ever I've got a five-year plan and a bit of a 10-year one as well so <laughs> I'm in this for the long haul but I've even got a plan till I'm 70 but anyway I won't <laughs> I love a plan but that's the thing is it's all a phase I was just thinking like Jackson's had a few meltdowns this evening because he's three and he's a three-nager and everybody who's you know three is quite a difficult age but it's just a phase and though you know I might get a bit pissed off or frustrated because yeah again he's having another wobble doesn't make it <laughs> it's exactly the same analogy as like running a business what is the point of me getting angry and shouting at him it's not going to make any difference it's going to make me feel really really shit it's going to make me feel like a shit mum and it's going to make him even worse it's the same with our business. If things are not going right, what is the point of feeling shit about it? Like in the in the the plainest sense, what is the point of beating yourself up about the fact that you might not have any had any sales that week? There's no point at all. You can either work out a way to make more money, or you just carry on doing the work, be consistent, keep on keeping on. Do it is your duty to keep on protecting that business and doing the work. And it's just a phase. Like how many phases do children have? And you're just thinking, what have I birthed? Have I really birthed this child? Like he is, he was so tired. You know, when a kid is that tired that they they literally are transported out of their bodies and they just are replaced by some slug alien. That's what he was like tonight. And I was just thinking, you're not, you know, I'm going to love you. You look like my son, but right now you're not my son. I'm just going to take a few deep breaths here because there is no point in losing my shit it's just a phase. You haven't had a nap today. Tomorrow morning, you're going to be fine. And I think that when you have that mentality with your business, the next day you wake up to a sale. I don't know what, how or what, but just having those good feelings. And I always say this to myself, and I've got this from Jen Sincero's book. I always say to me myself, if, if I think, oh, things are a bit quiet this week. I just think oh, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for this extra time. I can be doing some new creations. And then I say to myself, money flows freely and easily to me. And then more often than not, that day, I'll have a really good day. <laughs> I don't, it's just having that right mindset. I'm just always positive. 
the biggest lesson I've learned is definitely when you think things are shit, they never really are, like in a business sense. And I'm saying that, you know, I'm a, a solo entrepreneur, so I'm not talking about a big business where, you know, you might be on the stock market. I don't know if you listen, <laughs> you might be on the stock market and lost all your money. But for me, on the bad days, they either make me stronger they or they make me have an amazing idea of something new to create or another service so it's probably why the vivi club came across like a day where i thought things were shit and they weren't um and you can change your attitude to it you can change it i literally can feel shit about something for a minute i flip it reframe it sort myself out and carry on because it doesn't serve me or my business dwelling and being a worrier about it I turn into a warrior. (laughs) Oh, I hope that episode made sense. (laughs) I'm sure it did. As those uh, doubts creeping in again, but I'm a human being, you know, I just keep on going. My job is to deliver you with rewarding content. Is that a word? I mean, meaningful content with value in this podcast that you think that's really, yeah, I've never thought of it like that before. So if I have, please let me know. I love hearing your messages. And with that, I am going to crack on. I've got a lovely big launch with Jackie from the Five of Folk Studio Inverting the Boys tomorrow night. I'm very excited. Oh, well, it's tonight if you're listening to this tomorrow. And it's Vivid's birthday on Friday. So I've got to do some content with that. And I'm working on the membership tonight as well. The Vivid Club. If you do want to register your interest before I open the um the basket is that right open for members to sign up that's open on the 25th of february so memberships to to sign up it opens on the 25th or the 28th and then the actual club opens on the first of every month so it'll be the same every month that's how it'll work um but if you register your interest which i'll put the link in the show notes if you sign up you then get a free mug and a notebook which I mean, could that be more appealing? I don't think so. Okay, my loves, have a wonderful week and I will speak to you soon. Well, I won't speak to you soon, but I'm sure you'll hear my voice soon. Take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast, written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill and music has been composed by my brother, Bill Vidler.